Greetings Stationeers and welcome to this latest mini-sode from the Revelation Station. In this episode I will be giving you my initial thoughts of the new Steve Hackett album Surrender of Silence. Now this album was released on September the 10th 2021 which was just under a week ago as I record this. This is his 27th solo album which is pretty impressive and that doesn't include things like GTR and Squack It which are collaborations. Now I'm not as familiar with Steve's solo stuff as I am with Phil or Peter or even Tony and Mike. That's partly because he's got 27 solo albums, but it's partly because I was more into the pop side of things. So I've not got a lot to compare this with really. I'm more familiar with his earlier stuff, Voyage of the Acolyte, up to about highly strung, his first five or six albums. I have listened to some of the later albums, but I've not listened to them as extensively as I've listened to those first few early ones. But this does seem a little bit heavier to me than his previous work. It's a lot more heavy metal in places um a, a much more raw rock sound to his guitar but i suppose that compares favorably with things like ace of wands tower struck down from his very first solo album he always had a harder edge which didn't really come out much in genesis and he allowed himself to cut loose on his solo stuff now there are references on this album to two of my very favorite things the first one is Sharks on the track Relaxation Music for Sharks featuring Feeding Frenzy. This again has quite a heavy guitar workout, especially at the end. It features Nick DiVigilio on uh, drums. You may recognise him from Calling All Stations. Uh, and also he's the drummer in Big Big Train. But for me, that track could be from a Steve Vai album, circa sort of mid-90s. The other thing I really, really love is the more oriental-sounding stuff that Steve does. I mean, I'm a sucker for oriental music. I love the soundtrack to Crouching Tiger is one of my all-time favourite albums. Uh, top three, definitely. And I just love that sort of sound that Steve has explored before on things like The Red Flower of Tai Chi Blooms Everywhere. That is on Shanghai to Samarkand, which as well as having the oriental guitar sounds as a really good vocal track from Steve. Glowing in the sky, turning away the 
Speaking of great vocals, he also does a really good vocal performance on Fox's Tango, also featuring Nick DeVigilio, uh, and Held in Shadows. His voice doesn't always come across well on his solo stuff. I'm thinking in particular something like Highly Strung, where he sings the whole album and comes across really strained, very much in the Mike Rutherford on acting very strange camp, but not quite that bad. But he's not the strongest singer, is Steve. He does well, but he's no Phil or Peter. But on those two tracks, Fox's Tango and Held in the Shadows, he does a really, really good performance. In my opinion, the best vocal performance Steve Hackett has ever done on album. In the same way that Shanghai to Samarkand has incorporated world music elements, so too has the track uh, Wingbeats, which sounds like something taken from the Lion King soundtrack.
in a good way. That, for me, is the weakest track on the album. It doesn't really do much for me, and it literally sounds like it comes from the Lion King soundtrack. But it does show that Steve's incorporated world music every bit as much as Peter has. Steve was doing it in the early 80s on an album like Till We Have Faces incorporates world music. So Pete gets all the glory for championing world music, but then Steve's there as well. Speaking of vocals, Nad Sylvan makes a guest appearance on the track Devil's Cathedral. performance on that one. Nad can be very divisive in terms of uh, singing the Genesis tracks when they play live, but he's a really good singer, and Devil's Cathedral is a really, really good performance from him. This isn't Steve's first album of the year. He released another album in January 2021 called Under a Mediterranean Sky, which was a classical album. Lots of strings, lots of acoustic guitars, no vocals. And it's very obvious that he's incorporated that style of thing into this album because there are several tracks where strings feature quite heavily. Almost to the point where if you take the vocals off, those tracks would fit perfectly on Under a Mediterranean Sky. I'm thinking Scorched Earth in particular. to a certain extent as well.
He's obviously really enjoyed making this album. There's a lot of life to it. It comes across as heavier, but at the same time, it comes across as a little bit more fun. Going back to the early days where Steve would often drop in comedy tracks. There aren't quite any comedy tracks on this album, but there is a sense of lightness in the heaviness. For me, this is one of the best solo albums I've heard by Steve. It's heavy. It's got some great songs on there. It's incredible that this was recorded in lockdown, but brilliant. It really, really well done. I really enjoyed this album. Um, 27 albums in. Steve seems to be getting a second win. Under a Mediterranean Sky was brilliant. This is brilliant. Thoroughly enjoyable. It's got more highs than low. It's a great rock companion to Under a Mediterranean Sky. I think it's well worth your time to listen to. As you may know, Steve is currently on tour. Uh, He's playing Seconds Out in its entirety, as well as selections from his solo career in another set. If you're seeing Steve on tour, have a great time. Why not drop me an email at revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com and let me know what you thought. Let me know what you think of this album. In the meantime, stay safe, take care, and please enjoy. You have been listening to the Revelation Station podcast from the Revelation Station. Produced, directed and written by Simon Heldrick and Gary Starr. You can find us on Facebook at the Revelation Station podcast. You can email us at revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com or if you've enjoyed this podcast and want to donate, you can go to buymeacoffee.com, donate the price of a coffee to the Revelation Station. This has been a Revelation Station production.